Hi, welcome to the Holy Arrows podcast. I'm your host, Phoenix Mara, author of Ascension of Gaia, founder of the Temple Arts Alchemy Mystery School, muse, mother, and artist. We're here to delve deep into the power of Holy Arrows, the aspects of devotion, intimacy, passion, and love, where the transformational medicine of our soul, sex, and art intersects and transforms ourselves and the world. Enjoy today's episode. So welcome to episode one of the Holy Arrows podcast. Wow, it has been a journey to get here. Episode one by sharing some of the deeper intentions around creating another podcast in an ocean of podcasts and why why this topic of Holy Arrows matters. Holy Arrows is, for me, this understanding that there's something sacred and beautiful about eroticism, about sacred sexuality about sensuality. And in exploring the different definitions of what Eros even means, there's a multitude of them out there. Depending on if you're looking through the lens of Christianity, it will say that Eros is something that is only shared between a wife and a husband. But if you dig deeper into history and into the understandings of where the term Eros even derives from, quite fascinating. So Eros in my own explorations and research is considered a concept derived from ancient Greek philosophy that refers to sensual or passionate love. And this is where our understanding of the word erotic is derived from. And, you know, Eros has also been used in philosophy and psychology, referring to in a sense that it is life energy, right? And so In my own understandings as a sacred sexuality practitioner who has been doing this really powerful and important work in the world, I've really always understood our sexual energy to be life force energy. And I think the Greeks understood that as well. You know, and they actually had four words to describe the different forms of love, right? So they they actually kind of separated and segregated the different kinds of love. And this is by no means you know, a full categorization, but this is what they have for their, their four definitions. They have storg, which is family love. This is the love that you have for, you know, your children, right? There's philia or brotherly love. This is the love that you have for the community, for the things that you love in your life, for your hobbies, for, you know, animals. There's agape, and this is sacrificial or unconditional love. And I like to think of this understanding of love as also being in relationship to the divine, right? Uh, To be taken over by agape is to be taken over by divine love. And this is the understanding of love as it relates to the soul, as it relates to something that's transpersonal. It's not related to any one particular person. It's this understanding of love as a whole, as a frequency of being. And then there's Eros. And, you know, Eros sometimes gets a bad rap. (laughs) And this is why this podcast was born, you know. So in the Holy Eros podcast, we're going to be exploring and delving deep into the sacredness and importance of sensuality on the planet today. Looking at intimacy, romantic love, exploring what sacred sexuality looks like. and and sexual sovereignty, sexual healing and exploration, right? There's this question for me that really drives 
the intentions of this podcast home and is, and it is this, it's what does it look like to be a sexually healed and expressed person who is also in touch with their pleasure, who embraces their body and its desires, who deeply loves themselves and is also open in their heart with others. And so that's where the Holy Arrows podcast is. We're, we're going to be talking with professionals and couples and practitioners and authors and researchers of Eros on the planet, because there is a growing movement, a growing movement of people who understand that reclaiming and resurrecting sacred sexuality on the planet is actually really important and needed. You know, in a culture, in a, in a world where we don't get proper sexual education, where our children primarily learn about sex from porn, where Couples resort to cheating versus, you know, exploring different kinds of relationship styles or, you know, going to counseling or, you know, even where we feel comfortable to have these conversations in our communities. It's through places and spaces like what we're creating here with the Holy Eros podcast that we're going to be revealing truth, cutting cords to shackles of shame and guilt and suppression and having really raw and honest conversations around these topics here on the podcast. So if you are new to sacred sexuality, my invitations for you are to keep listening to future episodes of the Holy Arrows podcast and to continue exploring and keeping an open mind, letting your curiosity lead you to books on sacred sexuality other podcasts. There's lots of videos you can find on YouTube and just continue to have the conversations with your friends, your lovers, you know, those you care about and start to have an open mind about what that may look like for you. If you are someone who is not new to sacred sexuality and you might be looking to further your curiosity or further your knowledge, further your embodiment, some other resources for you that you can explore are my seven-week Golden Flame Sacred Sexuality series. And this is an online, online exploration of sacred sexuality with archetypes and art. And what I love about this journey is that you can join it either as a self-study course from the comfort of your own home, or you can join the live course. We have cohorts starting every couple of months. And you go into a deep dive around the primary archetypes in, you know, our human archetypal cosmology, and you get to explore the themes with that particular archetype and then create art from that. And what I love is that it, it allows you to tap into your edges around sacred sexuality and eroticism, sensual expression, while still staying in a zone that feels somewhat comfortable and a zone that feels healing, you know, being able to tap into artistic mediums as a way to express yourself and explore, you know, the different facets of your being and your, your sensual expression and healing. You can find a link to the self-study seven-week golden flame sacred sexuality immersion through the show notes below. And if you use the code holy arrows, all lowercase, you'll get a super wicked discount on getting started with this beautiful online exploration of creative expression and sacred sexuality through art.
you know, if you are someone who is looking to really, you know, dip your toes all the way in, uh, I have lots of different trainings and retreats that happen in person that you can check out on my website at phoenixamara.com or templeartsalchemy.com. And our next coven of the Sex Priestess Mastermind and Mentorship starts in September. And this is a nine-month journey for those who are desiring to become practitioners of Temple Arts Alchemy. So you can find out more details on the website there. And finally, I'm just really excited to be able to have this space to go deep with you, to explore these topics that fucking light me up. <laughs> Truly, you know, I'm, I'm really excited to have these conversations uh, that I have with my friends and, and other allies and colleagues. You know, we have these really deep, enriching conversations uh, around sacred sexuality and eroticism and, you know, things that I was like, man, this should be on a podcast. And that is kind of where the idea came for this podcast was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just put this all on a podcast episode and have these conversations recorded so other people can learn from the wisdom and the insights that are being shared between two people who are super passionate about this work and this, these modalities and these topics, right? So you know, a little bit of my background is I got started in sacred sexuality around, gosh, it'll be, I think like 12 or 13 years now. And I, I document most of this in my book, so I won't, I won't go into too much detail, <laughs> but I was, you know, on my way to becoming an urban planner. So I was finishing up my bachelor's degree in environmental design and, you know, life sometimes smacks you upside the head and puts you back on your on your path right especially when you're getting blindsided by money or success or what you should do and you know i was married to someone that i wasn't really fully in love with bless his heart he was an amazing man and i was like going to become this urban planner you know because i'm like well that's what i should do and uh, you know it's a reputable industry and career path. And, you know, I remember after I sent in my application and I could just see like these, these two kind of roads, right? I could see the fork in, in my road here. And one of these pathways, which led to becoming an urban planner for me was really lifeless and dead and stagnant. And it felt like this world and future drained of color. That's all I can really describe it. This was really, this is before I sat with plant medicines. This was, you know, I would say before my third eye really like got blasted open for a second time, right? And yeah, it just felt like I could see the end of my days already. I could see my life. I would become boring and go to work and do my nine to five and do the thing. And then there was this other path that I could feel. I couldn't really see it, but I could feel it. And it felt like full of color. It felt exciting. I didn't get any clear visions of what it looked like, though, but it just it felt more alive to me. It felt like, you know, colors blossoming inside me. That's all I can really describe it. And, you know, when I got back my rejection letter, which 
looking back, like I really shouldn't have gotten rejected. Like it, it was definitely God saying like, this is not where you're meant to go. But I, you know, got rejected even with my like straight A record and my impressive, you know, letters of recommendation. I ended up getting uh, rejected. I got divorced, you know, within that six month period. And I met my first sacred, sacred sexuality teacher, mentor, and began embarking on this whole new path. And holy fuck, it blew me open. It blew me open. I had this like, I had this really beautiful return to my body. And it was this return to my body like, oh, there she is. This is what it, it means to be a woman. This is what it feel, feels like to be in touch with my sensuality as a woman. Ah, oh, this is what it feels like to be turned on by my life. And, you know, that next year flew by so fast. I was making so much money, you know, um, doing something that was like so new to me and so exciting. <sighs> you know, I was doing these beautiful sacred sexuality rituals with people and engaged in deep healing practices. And it was, it was profound. It was really profound. And from there, everything changed and I haven't looked back. Now, you know, my journey obviously has, you know, definitely had a few moments where I'm like, what the fuck have I done? You know, why have I taken this course? God, maybe I should go back into, you know, something boring and solid and routine. But you know, I'm grateful to be here today. I'm grateful to be where I'm at. I'm grateful that I've stuck the the course and continued to deepen in my desire, continue to deepen in my, my soul's work and journey. And so here we are at this beautiful, beautiful moment in time together. You and I here together in this weird space of you receiving these words and I think it's probably no accident that you stumbled upon this podcast, that you are here listening. <sighs> and because I know that my life has changed <laughs> drastically from this path. And that once you step through this doorway, life is really never the same again. You know, I have now had a child and I feel really deeply rooted in myself as a mother as a sacred sexuality practitioner, as someone who has started a mystery school, as an author now. And the big work, it takes time and devotion. And like any relationship, you know, it really takes going through, going through the shit sometimes and, and having to consider contemplating walking away from everything in order to appreciate and respect that relationship or that career path. And I'm really grateful for this relationship that I'm in with my work because it has been such a humbling journey. But what humbles me the most is the feedback that I get from former clients, you know, from people that I've worked with like five years ago or 10 years ago. And when I get letters and messages from people that let me know like, hey, my marriage changed because of you. My wife opened up like she's never opened up before. 
I have a great sex life now. I have healed my wounds around men. Whatever it is, I, I feel so grateful to be a catalyst in that way. And so I hope that with these future episodes that there's some deep medicine for you. And I'm grateful that you are here with me saying yes to more pleasure, to more expansion and exploration and healing and loving yourself deeper because that's that's the path that we're all on. So thank you for being with me here on this journey of Holy Eros. Until next time, in love, for love, with love. I'm your host, Phoenix Amar. If you've enjoyed this episode of Holy Eros today, my loves, I invite you to explore more of what Temple Arts Alchemy is. It's a mystery school of erotic expression and archetypal embodiment. It is a healing modality, a mystery school for the ritualists of Eros, for practitioners of Temple Arts. It is a coven for those who are here to transform others through sacred sexuality, sensual arts, and through healing. On our website, you will find free resources to expand your understanding, sensuality rituals, practices that you can try yourself or with a lover. And if you are contemplating creating a life and a career path in the world as a temple arts practitioner, you can find more information about our nine-month practitioner journey on the website at templeartsalchemy.com.